0: Welcome back to the Gold Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Amico, and I am excited to remind you today of the value that you have, the value you bring, and the impact you can make on the lives of others. I was reminded of this about a month ago. I traveled to Virginia to speak at schools. I spent a few days going in and out of middle schools and high schools sharing my stories, I was uh, connected with a group fellowship of Christian athletes uh, as well as a couple people in that area who are involved with um, Patrick Henry College and you know just different different organizations that all kind of come together to bring in pro athletes to share our stories and um, during this time, I had a chance to just meet amazing, wonderful people. It was really nice to be in the schools and to see how many of these principals uh, and these teachers really care about the students that they are working with, and they set high expectations. I loved one environment that you could tell if the kids were in charge, it'd get a little crazy, but I saw this principal, and she she led by example. She had their respect, and she talk to them in a way that I know is going to cause them to level up. But while I was there, one of the gentlemen who was leading it, Pastor Michael, um, he he knew everybody. I mean, he might as well be the mayor in the city. <laughs> he has an impact. He uh, just really does so much for the community in so many different ways. And you can just tell he's a giver. He's a giver. He's somebody who serves. He helps others. He, he said for him, it was the hungry, the hurting, and The homeless. Those were his three buckets that that is if you're one of those people, he wants to help you. And we got talking and come to find out um, he just has a heart for Cuba. The people of Cuba, he has been over there I uh, goes over about three to four times a year, and he actually recently had been there. And so we got talking, and through the connections of Fellowship of Christian Athletes, I've been involved in different ways with the organization through the years and spoken at a lot of events throughout the country, gone to camps, done different things. And he was talking about the FCA leader in Cuba. And I did not meet this this leader in the past, but I heard his name, Alex, because when I went in The end of 2018, October of 2018, was my first trip over to Cuba. I went with a good friend of mine. She was born there, and when she was three, her family ended up coming to America, and she still goes back and visits and just wants to help people in those communities. And so her, myself, and two others, we went on a trip, got to uh, meet you know, softball players there. We were about four hours from Havana in Sanctus Spiritus. And so um, what was really cool about that trip, this was also another chance encounter, but we got to the field and we're sitting there playing. And this one uh, woman, Maria, she comes up to me in her Spanish. She doesn't speak English, but they were translating for me. And Maria was so excited to say, Leah, I played against you in the Olympics. In my first Olympics I was in, in 1996, she was the leadoff hitter and the center fielder for Cuba. Cuba was in that Olympics. I'd played against her in the Pan American Games, my first international tournament, and then also then. And so here we were all these years later. I mean, unbelievable just that we're sitting here in Cuba and she's the coach of this softball team, these players, these high school athletes. And then I came in from America to help out. Well, I went there and those people just, they were on my heart. I mean, the softball team to see the balls that they use, they maybe have. Six balls, and they're literally falling apart to where they're using tape in order to, you know, just use the ball and make it still be a circle and so, um, a sphere. And so, anyways, I was like, okay, I need to figure out a way to get back. So, I went back in January of 2019, and my husband actually went with me, and we went with my friend Letty again and our driver junior he's amazing um he was our driver the first time he's let driver every single time that she goes and junior uh, met us with a big smile at the airport and he you know takes us drives us the 4 hour drive on just the craziest roads i mean you you would never there's no lights it's you know a lot of freeway but just so many potholes so you have to be so careful cuz your car will just end up stuck on the side of the road and you're going to be stuck for a while and so We go and we just have another great trip. And, um, you know, just have stayed in touch through the years, um, the last couple years with Junior. And I know it's gotten harder. And um, he actually, a year ago, he left um, for Mexico. He actually went all the way to the bottom of South America and worked his way up. And he ended up, um, he's in Mexico and he is working to see if there's a way. He got his documents to be there and he's trying to get his wife and his son and daughter who are late teens and he wants to get them to join him in in Mexico because they just are not having any opportunities right now they just even getting food there's no medicine there's no shampoo i remember when we went uh, feminine products you can't get your hands on it i mean i remember when we were there there was a day and they're like okay you can't get eggs there's no more eggs and every day these people would have to go and the government has to supplement because they make i think $40 a day or something. That's, that's or a month. I'm sorry. It'd be about the equivalent of $40 a month. And so a lot of them, they just have to rely on the government to feed them. And, and so anyways, I've kind of followed his journey, stayed in touch, have been able to help him at different times as God's put it on my heart to send some money and, you know, say, how can I help? Um, you know, what ways can I, can I be able to use some of my resources, some friends of mine in my Bible study group, we've been able to donate some money another time where I noticed that he just was getting skinnier and they hadn't really been able to eat much. And you know, he wasn't even asking, I was asking him. So come to find out I'm in Virginia back to that story. And I asked this gentleman, pastor Michael, Oh, okay. Well, you know, we were talking about the FCA leader there. And he's like, Oh yeah, you know, Alex. And I said, well, I never met Alex, but you know, I I've heard about him. And then we talked about this other gentleman, Lassero, who I know and worked with also in Cuba and got to meet. And he said, oh yeah, you know, I I know of him. And then I just, by chance, I just thought, well, I'm just gonna ask. He probably doesn't know Junior. He probably, Junior drove us, so he probably doesn't know him. And I just said, by any chance, do you know who Junior is? And he said, yes, Junior and Mary and their kids. And I was like, you know him. No way. That's so awesome. And I said, I recently was able to send him some money because he, things were just kind of getting desperate and he was going to be sending um, some medicine and some supplies uh, just your your everyday essentials to his family, but when we were able to help, give a little bit more, he was going to be able to actually go and visit his family. Now he would have what he needed to actually see them. And he had not seen them in almost a year, and so it made me so happy to you know just be able to help in that way. And Pastor Michael says, "No way," he says. I was there a couple weeks ago when Junior was home. When he flew in, I was visiting Cuba at that time. Come to find out, Pastor Michael went to Cuba in March of 2019, two months after my second visit, and that's when he met Junior for the first time. He met others as well, and it just now it just really has a calling on his heart to help the people of Cuba, but he said, this is, this is truly amazing. He said, I ended up giving him some money to be able to help him for the flight back. He said, so here we are. You have somebody in California who flies to Virginia and I'm meeting pastor Michael for the first time. And here we are doing work together, right? He's, he's kind of the one that's heading up, taking me around to the different schools and a connection there with, as well as a few others in the community and we are talking about this same gentleman that both of us are helping from Cuba who's in Mexico who's trying to get his family to join him so they can have a chance at a better life and actually be able to have the necessities that we need that so many times we never even think twice about because we have everything here so with that being said i i mean i was amazed i i just we ended up getting on a phone call immediately uh, we FaceTimed Junior, and he was so shocked to answer the phone when Pastor Michael was was calling him and to see me standing right there next to him. And the three of us were talking, and we said, you know what? One of these days, we're all three going to be together here in America, and we're just going to have to look back at all that was done throughout this journey. So I say all of this to say you never know who you're going to meet. You never know who's going to impact your life. You never know that just by you sharing or giving or serving, the impact it might make and the other connection that could then transpire from it. I love how all this played out and it was just such a big reminder to just keep saying yes to opportunities and keep being willing to help those in need, especially when it's on my heart because there's a bigger purpose. There's a bigger purpose behind it all. We're all here for just to make a difference, to make an impact. And sometimes we're on the receiving end like Junior is. He's trying all that he can with his resources to be able to provide, but he's really in a hard situation. And then that's where other people come alongside and are able to make an impact. So if you've been considering or thinking about or praying about helping somebody, I encourage you step out and do it because you never know what that's going to lead to. This story to me uh, just has been something that's so special and so impactful. And um, I'm just amazed at at really the connections. And, and at the end of the day, it comes down to us being here for a bigger purpose and it's all about relationships. So I hope that you were encouraged and reminded and maybe you have a story, you know, that you've connected with somebody and you've just seen all these these dots come together and you see it's like when we used to play connect the dots right and then when you finally connected them in order, all of a sudden you saw the bigger picture. And that's kind of what happened for me in this situation. So hope that you continue to live out the gold standard striving for excellence and everything you do every single day because you need to make a difference. You are making a difference and you can make a difference. Don't ever settle because there's greatness inside of you. If you're encouraged, share this with somebody else. Rate, review, make sure you download these podcasts so that you can be encouraged Monday, Wednesday, and Friday as I'll be sharing more stories with you on the Gold Standard Podcast. All right. Thanks for listening and join us next time here at the Gold Standard Podcast. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Gold Standard Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with a friend. You can post on social media and tag at Leah20USA or use hashtag Gold Standard Podcast. Make sure you also subscribe so you get notified each week as a new episode releases. You can subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. We appreciate your reviews as they help encourage others to listen in. Until next time, live out the gold standard and keep turning your goals into reality.